Well, you know, the, the Buddha's final instruction. <laughs> all, all sankharas are subject to change. Practice with diligence. <laughs> what a relief, eh? <laughs> all sankharas are subject to change. <laughs> Impermanent, fragile, but also changeable. We can, we do have ways in which we can shift and change. You know? So just in this very um, time in itself, you know, we just get to this point and uh, open the mind to you know, beings near and far, people in your history, people in your memory, you know, all the faces, the images, the voices, the episodes, you know, the happiness and the loss and the grief and the joy. On this, our, our karmic field. So, Buddha, in his great um, depth of mind, said he could trace this process way back, even beyond this life of this body. The sankharas carrying, carrying these signals from life to life. Sankara's energy forms carrying this signal into consciousness, life after life after life, going on. He once said, uh, you know, what do you think, monks, is the, which is greater, the amount of water in the oceans or the amount of water from the tears you've wept through this constant running on, the loss of kindred, the loss of children, which is greater. And they said, you know what they said, oh, the water in the ocean, he said, no. The tears you've wept through this process is greater than the water in the oceans. He said, what do you think? Uh, you know, <laughs> The blood in your body, you know, and the blood you've spilt over countless lifetimes is greater than the, that which the oceans could carry. You know, it's been going on that long. The weeping and the struggling and the fighting and the killing and being killed and assaulting and blaming. It says, enough. <laughs> enough. The graveyards are filling up. Says enough, aren't you? Haven't you had enough of this <laughs> by now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sankara is what carries you there. This ongoing process. So, you know, it's, it's not just the strange Pali word. It's a real energy. You, can, you don't have to believe in rebirth, but you can feel it. You can see it shaping you. Your attitudes, your memories, your inclinations, your behaviors. And uh, the, the the stress and the suffering it can cause yourself, we don't often see it even. Mm. So this is, um, yeah. and it can seem so much to try to mop it all up. <laughs> and so when we even when we ask forgiveness and we share merit, this is a good occasion just to open the mind wide beyond just this 
daily, daily life body, you know, into something much bigger. You know, we arose because we don't really know where we came from. You know, we came out of mother and father, but where did this mind come from? Where was jitta? You know, where does it go? You notice the body breaks up. Where does this, where does this jitta go? You don't know. People don't even know what a jitta is, let alone where it goes or where it came from. But the Buddha did. So we open up to that. We can say, well, this very lifetime, you know, there's seven years old. There's me weeping with my mother when I was three. There's me fighting with my brother when I was ten. <laughs> there's me falling in love when I was fifteen. There's me having an emotional breakdown when I was fifteen and a half. <laughs> and so <laughs> it goes on. You think, it goes on and on. Think, All right, I'll do this again. <laughs> So and then you just you don't want to feel like you don't want to be having any grudges to anybody, you know, and uh, uh, you don't want to hold anything for anyone else in a negative way because it's just not not worth it, and uh, it makes the heart sticks in the heart and binds you. So this forgiving is not just doing everybody else a favour; it's how to get this thing out of your jitta. This hurts, this you know, resentment or this fear out of the chitta. This is something we should do regularly. They say, Well, you're not the only one, you know. You did your share. <laughs> you know, this life of you did you've done your share of damaging or offending or disappointing people, same, you know. So let's just all you kind of realise that okay, new day. Let's just keep that understanding, nobody's to blame, really, we just, it's all just sankharas. Uh, nobody's got it right, it's all sankhara. Uh, you know, nobody can point the finger at anybody else. In that way, it's all sankhara. Some of us got lucky, we got more privilege, more advantage, then we should share with people who have less. That's the duty, a sharing of merit. Share it with people, a sense of gratitude and open-heartedness to people who've helped you in any way, brought you up, fed you, comforted you, wiped your eyes, you know, given you food, taken you in, given you teachings. Share the merit. My heart is open with gratitude to these beings as they appear in your mind. And it's just, a, you know, you think, what good does it do him? He's dead. Well, what's he doing in there then? You know, still you don't know. You don't know because all you know is a body's died. You know that. You don't know where Chitta went. You don't know. Really. So isn't it possible that those resonances of gratitude and do they have to just end at the skin? Do they just finish at the end of the or could they just and you know, do we do we reach other mind people? We don't. We can't be sure, but we know that in that our heart feels open and free, and and rich. So we do it. The more you share, the richer you get. That's the law. <laughs> you know? That's the law. The more you share, the richer you get. The heart feels richer, 
less you share, the poorer you get. Even though you've got a million dollars in the bank, you're still not rich in your heart. So that's the law. And so you share wherever you can. You know, your resources, time, compassion, forgiveness, blessings, gratitude. And it's just a, itself, it's a lovely practice to spend some time, you know, every day. Again, these are, you know, they're not, they are, they, they take a little bit of working on, but um, they do help. Because some problem with meditation, you can get very self-obsessed. Stuck in your own thing and what you need, what you can't get this, you can't get that. You get very kind of self about it all. <laughs> and this is just the way in which we open and share and it's good for our own hearts. And the more we do that, it's good for the hearts of others. I mean, we have a, uh, a neighbor monastery who's the way neighbors are. There's a certain amount of friction. It's quite a strong character. So she comes and complains about the monastery. Complains about this. Complains about that. She's very voluble, and strong expression. She, you see, you see the abbot. She would give me a blast thing about this, that, or the other. Who do you think you are? You know. So you feel quite annoyed because, you know, she's not even keeping any precepts. And uh, you can't tell me what's right and wrong. So you get into this kind of state. And, you know, thinking some not, un not skillful thoughts. <laughs> I have some unskillful attitudes. So I, think, so I just make a practice of sharing merit with them. Did this for quite a while, about a year or so. Just every evening, share merit, share merit. I did that, and as it gradually did so, she changed from being this sour old hag who was in there. <laughs> 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 oh, her again. So next time I saw, I felt it's quite happy to see her. I said, Hello, you know, I felt happy. And she noticed that, and she felt happy. And she went, oh, you know, she got very joyful, and I got joyful. Wow, how did all that change? You know, suddenly the sanya changed, the sanya changed, the sankara changed, and the person changed. And we just really started sort of enjoying each other's company. You know? So it does work, you know. <laughs> yeah. So in a strange way. So I, I, I think it's, I cultivate this. Uh, And you do, you know, forgiveness also, because one just doesn't know what one's, you know, if it was a previous life, what things you might have done, or. And it's not that you're feeling racked with, not disturbed with guilt, it's just an honesty, a recognition. Look, you know, we're all, in some way or in others, we all have blood on our hands, you know, without even realizing it, we've contributed to, to so much destruction without really, really even knowing it. You know, destruction of forests and creatures, you know, just to being careless, you know, nasty bug, <laughs> get out of the way, you know, annoying creatures, kill it, this kind of thing. So we just really realize that the, 
the arrogance of that attitude when you're trying to share a, a planet that is not yours. <laughs> it's not yours, and we need all these creatures to keep it healthy. You know, all these creatures help to balance, keep the planet healthy. Trees, insects, birds, animals, they all fertilize and planet. They, they keep it going. We don't. So, you know, we contribute to its, dis- its destruction. So we start to consider we're going to share the blessings of my life with not even just other humans, but other creatures to let them be free from harm do not contribute to their damage, to seek to look after and support any anything you can. You know, trees, creatures. Because it will be for their welfare, for our welfare, and opens this generous loving heart. And you start to you know really question this idea that you own anything. You know, you're privileged. We don't own the earth. We don't. You know, this is it's a, to think we own something is a kind of theft, really. <laughs> we have we've been privileged and and uh, advantage. Therefore, we should share with all creatures, all beings, and this is a blessing. And certainly, as a dhamma practitioner, one should be able to sense the beauty of that. And it's our responsibility to lead the way in that in following that. So I would like to take the opportunity to um, you know, express my deep appreciation for um, the situation here, which uh, bubs itself, which has come through many years of diligent effort and cooperation whole community working together to create something out of nothing and then what it takes to keep it going voluntary efforts efforts struggle work tiredness problems keep it going so that we, we can have a place which is peaceful it takes work may this efforts of your practice give joy to your heart May our gratitude encourage, encourage you to, uh, you know, to feel the beauty of your actions. Madam Odena, to the um, people who've helped to steward this retreat, Sumi, Denny, Mike, you know, who's helped, brought, who's incredibly uh, diligent and uh, all the sound recordings and helps to look after the, my logistics. Without him, I, I couldn't, couldn't do this. <laughs> you know, traveling and booking tickets and things like that, all through Mike and, and Sue Swan, people just doing stuff. We can't do this on our own. We have to be together. So, and I'm ordena to these beings and looking after things for us. And uh, so. And then an old to all of you who've asked me so many questions, they've caused me to try to consider and think things through and get some ways of approaching your problems from a dumber perspective, pushing me to my limits, so and I'm all done. <laughs> <laughs> Stretching me a little bit. 
and ordinary. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And thank you for the company and the, and the humor. Thank you.